And praise and thank God, let us continue our study of the Song of Songs. And let's continue on to chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 15. And this morning we spoke about catching the foxes, the little foxes. And any hindrance that will that is um against marriage, we can look at them as little foxes. So when we find a partner that is up to our ideals, and we must also manage our marriage with a good attitude. And also we must watch out for the little foxes. And so over here we see how the beloved, he is on the watch out for the little foxes. And let's continue on to verse 16. 他提出有小狐狸这个危机，但是一方面他心中啊再一次的啊坚定他的心智，他是两人是属我，我也是属两人的。And even though, um, even though upon their alertness they do detect the little foxes, but then their heart is determined. Verse sixteen, my beloved is mine, and I am his.这是表表示啊，他再一次的坚定啊，他的心智。and that is to say, once again, the determination was made that the covenant of marriage remains intact. And at that point in time, the beloved is not by the side. And that is why verse 17, the Shunammite woman was waiting and anticipating for the beloved to return. And when the when the breeze comes along, it means that the day is breaking. And when the shadows flee away, it means the day is breaking, it is the early dawn. And the anticipation is great to have the beloved to turn back. And chapter 3, verse 1 begins. And over here, it happens in the dream, the scenario um, opens up. And some Bible scholars, they interpret it as a reality that actually happened. And I don't think that is the key point. So first, let us look into what actually happened. So when the beloved is not by the side. So this Shunammite bride, she was looking for the one that she loves. So over here, from verses 1 to verse 4, there were four repetitions where she mentioned she is looking for the one she loves. 
And verse one, it says that I sought him, but I did not find him. And then I rise now to go about the city, seeking for the one I love. Then I ask the watchman who go about the city, have you seen the one I love? And then scarcely I had passed, I found the one I love. And so over here we can see how the contrast starts from um, two verse eight. And because before prior we see how the beloved came all the way from a far distance. And but yet um, this um, Shilamite woman, she is still pretty shy. But until the beloved, the groom has left. So in fact, um, she actually do love the groom. But yet she had let go of the first opportunity. And now she is full of anxiety, seeking for the one she loves. And of course, it is a beautiful scene, a conclusion. And we all anticipate and hoping that the husband becomes the leader of the family. And in fact, you need to keep knocking on the doors of the heart of the women so that finally she will open the door for you. And then we see how from chapter 2, verse 8 on, we see how the Shunammite woman is looking out and watching every single little detail of the groom. Because as long as you are willing to seek for all the little details, you can definitely find them. As long as you keep knocking on the door, one day the door will be open to you. And so therefore, um, in the marriage context between the husband and wife, you need to compromise with each other. And do not keep waiting until you miss the fine opportunity. And so let's continue to read on to verse 4. And then we see how the opportunity was being held on to. And so it seems like the wedding um, is going to be in the process. So we see how from chapter 3, verse 6 on, it is a wedding procession. So let's continue to read from verse 6. And then um, verse 5, we talk about that um, is actually an intermittent point between the two um, scenarios. And from verse 6 on is another scene. Let's look at verse 6. And so over here, it talks about the Solomon's couch. And first, the question is, who is this coming out of the wilderness? 
来回答。And so a question is being posed before the answer is given. 啊，这个就是要引起人的注意。And this will, um, this will lead to the attention of everyone. 好，那我们就请，呃，翻译啊，从六节读到第十一节。六节到十一节。哎，六到十一。So uh, we'll read from verse six to verse um eleven. Verse six. Who is this coming out of the wilderness like pillars of smoke? perfumed with myrrh and frankincense, with all the merchant's fragrant powders. Verse 7, Behold, it is Solomon's couch, with sixty valiant men around it, of the valiant of Israel. Verse 8, They all hold swords, being expert in war. Every man has his sword on his thigh, because of fear in the night. Verse 9, Of the wood of Lebanon, Solomon the king made himself a palaquin. Verse 10, he made its pillars of silver, its support of gold, its seat of purple, its interior paved with love by the daughters of Jerusalem. Verse 11. Go forth, O daughters of Zion, and see King Solomon with the crown with which his mother crowned him on the day of his espousals, the day of the gladness of his heart. So over here we see that the Solomon's couch it was specifically made for this wedding procession. And so if we look at it from a point of prophecy, so this is the wedding of the king. And Solomon he prefigures Lord Jesus Christ. And his bride prefigures the bride of Christ. 那特别的就是说, 这一个家偶, 啊, 它就是新妇, 啊, and so this bride refers to the church. 那这一层的华教呢, and also this wedding procession, it also talks about the church. 啊, 我们会这样理解啊, First, we look at it from the perspective of the marital relationship. 啊, 王的王后, 啊, and that is the bride of the king, who is the queen, is the bride of Jesus Christ. And so over here we see that this Solomon's couch, this palaquin is to come for the bride. 啊, and so if you look at it from the point of from evangelism. 啊，传福音引领人来归主。And that is to say, the evangelical work of preaching to people and to bring them to the Lord.哎，这个工作是借着教会来传扬。And this evangelical work comes from the church.啊，我们从这个角度，这两个角度来切入，我们说所罗门的华教就是预表今天的教会。So therefore, if we look at it from this perspective, then we know that the Solomon's couch, this palanquin, it prefigures the church. And let's look at from verse 6. First, it talks about the external appearance of this palaquin. And then it talks about the structure. And also its material of construction. And also the interior details. So all this we can learn from all the studies because it points to the church. First, there is pillars of smoke. 啊, 从旷野上来的时候呢, 啊, 还看不到这一层的华教. 
And because it's coming out from the wilderness, you cannot see Solomon's couch um, clearly at first. Uh, and because there's many hills in the land of Judah, uh, and that is to say, because of the hill country of the land of Judah, from the land from the horizon, you cannot see the Solomon's couch coming, but you can see the pillars of smoke approaching. So therefore, when you see the pillars of smoke approaching, you know that Solomon's couch is coming. But when it comes pretty close, then you can smell the fragrance because it's perfumed with myrrh and frankincense. And then when it comes even closer, you can smell all the merchant's fragrant powders. So therefore, whether it is with the sense of sight or the sense of smell, still is very mystified. You still cannot see the couch in reality. But you know it's coming because you see many pillars of smoke and you can smell the fragrance from afar. So what does the fragrance represent? So it's mentioned in the book of Revelation chapter 5 verse 7 and also chapter 3 verse 8. And it refers to the prayers of the saints. And because the prayers of the saints, it will arise like smoke, like incense. And this incense of prayers will come before the throne of God. That is to say, if your prayers can reach the throne of God, then it will become valuable. So it allows us to think about Noah's um, offering. Because when God smelled the fragrant aroma from the altar, then God is very pleased. And however, in the book of Genesis, chapter 11, the people were building the Tower of Babel, trying to reach to the ultimate skies. And no matter how diligent they were, their tower never reached the sky above. So whether it is um, China in the present time or ever since antiquity, people will always have this desire to reach for the ultimate skies. But how indeed can you reach the heavens? So how can the heavens and the earth become one? You don't build a tower. You have to build an altar of offerings. And in the um, old days, our true Jesus church in China, it was regarded as a church that can reach to the heavens. 
And, um, and our gospel um, started from um, Beijing all the way to the southern part of China. And in those days, um, it, arise, uh, 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 it arise a trend in Christianity. And the same goes um, in Taiwan in 1926 when the gospel reached the land of Taiwan. And the entire Christian uh, Christendom um, was uprising. And at that time, there was this saying that was spreading like fire. That from Beijing, there is a church that arise that will reach the heavens. And um, there was a huge miracle at that time that happened. A landlord was being brought in um, um, with um, um, basically bedridden on a, on a, on a um, crutches. And yet after prayers, with the laying on of hands, he actually walked out of the church and walked home. So how can you claim that the true Jesus church is a church that reached the heavens? So typically when we're referring to reaching the heavens, meaning that this person has superpower. But in fact, it is because we have received the power from God. And because when we pray, when God bless us with the Holy Spirit, we are one connected with the heavens above, with God above. Because the gates of heaven have opened. So therefore, in the end times, God has opened up the gates of heaven. And, as, uh, and once the apostolic church um, has concluded um, on the earth, then the Holy Spirit has stopped descending. But once again, the gates of heaven has opened up in the end times because God is establishing the church of the last days. It is not because we have superpowers. It's because God has come down from, uh, from above and gave us the precious Holy Spirit. So we praise and thank God. Because who are we really? And we are so filthy. And we are so unworthy. And we still love this world so much. And we are, when we are enemy against Christ, He has already loved us. And so this kind of grace that we have received, and that is we have to pray. So that is to say, when we offer up our prayer of thanksgiving on the altar, it is giving up our prayers of incense before God above. And a lot of other churches, other denominations, they will laugh and mock at us. And the first impression that they was described through Jesus Church is that, oh, hear the sound of their prayers, that's how they pray. And so it's a pray, it's the prayers, it sounds like thunderous water. And that is to say, before the couch even come, they already saw the pillars of smoke. 
And that is how we are so special. And this is the grace that God has blessed us with. Because the Holy Spirit is interceding for us. And our prayers has reached before the throne of God. He knows all of our weaknesses. He knows all of our needs. But yet, according to the will of God, Christ is interceding for us. And as long as we give up our we offer our sincere praise, it will reach before God. So therefore, if you talk about how unique true Jesus Church really is, that is to say the people of this church love to pray. And especially during this week of the CNATS, we have proven this point. We are praying every single day. Because a person, when they kneel down and pray, it is the most devout moment. And when a person goes down on the knees and pray before God, that is when his spirit is the closest to God. And that's the point where we feel that we are the ultimate weakness. It's the point of confession of our sins. Nobody will kneel down on their knees and think about planning how to become rich. Because that is prayers. So therefore, we must pay heed to prayers. And during the pandemic period, many people found so much time at home. Then the question is, where do we spend our time now that we have so much time? And so maybe perhaps in the future, such a kind of challenge will arise again. And so when sin, when this world in the end time is flooded with sin, we must really pay heed to prayers. And before God, we must confess that we are nothing. And we, have, and we possess nothing. Because we are really so weak. Then we can totally revive our spirit and be empowered with strength once again. And just like Preacher Yang, he mentioned that we must empty out our vessel. And that is to pray before the Lord. Then we can once again be filled up to the full. Because we are so entangled by all the things of the world. So we hope that during this period of time and after this NATS, we can learn to really focus on prayers and not surfing on the phone. Let's continue verse 7. This is the first um, point, the first teaching. And then we talk about the valiant man, the warriors. There are, there are 60 warriors. And this valiant man, they are, um, they are being selected. 
Of course, out of the land of Israel, there are more than um, 60 valiant men. But yet, these 60 warriors, they are the warriors out of the warriors because they are there to protect the king. So if we are one of these 60 warriors, how privileged we will be. So today we must think of ourselves, we are one of the 60 warriors. Or rather we must determine that we will become one of the 60 warriors. Because this is the opportunity given to us by Christ. He wants to give us this privilege. And we are willing to carry out this privilege. There is a young man telling the preacher that I will become zealous at age 40. And that is to say, before 40, my, my life goal is to become so rich that after 40, I can just retire and be zealous for church. And then the preacher told him that if you love the Lord, you love the Lord right at this moment. You don't wait till you're 40. And then he says that, well, I have my life goal and my life plan. But yet in his life goal, um, prior to age 40, he did not put church or even sacred work in his lifelong plan. He is very capable, but he forgot this point. Because he forgot that perhaps his funeral will come before age 40. And so therefore, many people, they will postpone saying that I will wait till I'm 60 or I'm 80. But even, though, even before those days come, your funeral has already arrived. And so at age 39, the funeral indeed came. He never waited till his age 40. So if you do love the Lord, you must love him now. That is to say, at this very present moment, right now in the present tense. And that we are willing to be the vessel for God. So in order to become a warrior, you don't fight empty-handed. And in your hand, you must hold the sword. And the warriors, they must have weapons in their hands. And they hold swords. And they're expert in war. And then the sword is on the thigh. And to be alert of the fear in the night. And so therefore, it's not just one sword. The sword is plural. There are two pairs of swords. And that is to say, they can also attack to the front and also defend at the back. On one hand, they can attack um, at the front line, but also defend themselves at the back. And so when they're holding sword in their hand, that means they're always ready for warfare. They are always on the move. 
That is to say, mentally they are totally alert and vigilant. And at night they cannot even fall asleep or doze off. That is, to say, that is to say, this king, this wedding procession of the king is so important, they cannot allow for anything, any mis- anything to mishappen. And then we think about how King David, when he became king, he had 30 warriors who supported him. But now this is doubled. And so these warriors, they are there for protection. So therefore today, as spiritual warriors of the church, ask yourself, what weapons do you have in your hand? What kind of spiritual gifts are we endowed with? What do we have at home? What do we have in our hand? Let's think about this question. What can I do for Vancouver Church? Because if you love the Lord, you will ask yourself, what can I do for the Lord? But for those who are selfish, they will ask the other question around, what can the Vancouver Church do for me? And every time they come to the church, they will look around and see what they can bring with, um, take along with them from the church. Then we really don't know how to love the Lord. But if we keep asking ourselves this question, what have I received? What has the Lord Jesus given me in terms of spiritual gifts? And what can I do for God? Then I can become a spiritual warrior. Because the spiritual gifts that God has given you or blessed you with is your spiritual weapon. And very often, as preachers of the church, we're always the last one to leave, to leave the chapel. And um, many brothers and sisters have gone home, but there's still one brother um, remaining behind in the chapel to clean up the chapel. Then I asked this brother, how come you're staying behind so late? And then he says that, well, I have to wait for the whole congregation to, to go home, then I can clean up the, the washrooms. Then I asked him, this brother, do you like washing the washrooms? And he says that, no, of course not, that's not um, um, something that I really like to do. But, and then he replies that, but however, I, um, I love the fact that when the uh, members come to use the washroom, they have a very clean environment. And, and then he says that, I have made a pact with Jesus. That um, for me, this is my lifelong responsibility. I am in charge of cleaning up the washrooms. Then, so I uh, asked this brother, then you must um, be very experienced. Oh. 
And because that toilet brush is his weapon in his hand. 每天都做，你看看。Every day he is cleaning with that brush. 如果真的半夜有小偷进来的话，他啪，那个小偷就会飞出去了。So if one night if there's a thief that comes, he has this brush, toilet brush in his hand to hit on the thief. 毛刺的刷子也可以成为武器啊。And of course, this toilet brush can be a weapon as well in your hand. 是。我说：“那你，那你到底有什么心得可以具体跟我讲吗 ？”So then I asked him the question again. So really, can you share with me your experience? 他说：“传道，你现在可以检查。” And so he says, "I preach well. Now you can inspect the washroom.” 你看我们教会的马桶。Look at the toilet. 这个马桶可以用手去摸的。Because you can touch the surface of the toilet bowl. 看一看，真的很光滑，去摸一摸。And so just give it a touch, and you see how smooth it is. And he says, "Preacher, you tell challenge me to lick the toilet bowl with my tongue, I would do it right in your in front of you." 我说洗厕所不必洗到这样嘛？万一把这个马桶给洗破了怎么办啊 ？So I told him, you know, when you clean the bathroom, you don't have to go to that extreme. What if the 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 whole bowl just break apart? 他说：“我现在已经熟练了，我就是这样，我就负责洗马桶就好了。” And he says that I, I am so experienced now. I'm so familiar with it. I just be responsible for cleaning the, the, the washrooms. 感动啊。So aren't you touched? 啊，想不到洗厕所也可以洗成一个神国的勇士来。So in fact, really cleaning the toilet bowl, you can also create a warrior out of it. 不在乎做什么事情。So really, it doesn't matter what you do. What matters is your attitude to the work. That is the spiritual warrior of the kingdom of God. And so, of course, when we talk about spiritual warriors, the best is the couple team. That is to say, the best and the most beautiful is that husband and wife team together. They work and they serve God together, and they encourage each other. Oh, our this church, if there are really ten couple, ah, this kind of servant leader, and so therefore, if our church, we just need to have ten couples, ten couples of husband and wife team. This church will be unbreakable. Oh, 小弟有一次在教会哈，因为开会，支会开的开会开的很晚。And one time, um, because of the church council meeting, um, we had a meeting till pretty late at night. 啊，负责人、执事都在教会。And then, of course, um, the church council members and the ministers, they were all at church. 嗯，突然间那个室内的电话就响。And then suddenly, um, the phone just ring. 啊，我们就接电话。And so we pick up the phone. 哎，喂，教会。And then we say. Hello, this is the church. And then on the other hand is um, the voice of a sister. And then I told her, sister, sister, I'm the preacher. I said, oh, sorry, sorry, I got it. And he said, oh, I'm so sorry. Down the phone. So I don't know which sister actually was on the other line. So I till this day I don't know which sister actually was on the other line. Ah, 
所以当场也没有人承认呐、啊。And of course, no one, no one will confess to that. 嗯，突然间没一个没有一个人承认那个是他太太打的。Of course, no one will claim that. No, that's not my wife. No, no way. 那其实我们慢慢猜也可以猜出来。But then, of course, we all can guess the actual person. 夫妻如果不同心呢、啊、？Because if the husband and wife, if they are not united in with one heart, 职务要讨论很重要的事情。And because the church council, they have very important matters to discuss. 哦。那太太妈，太太妈没有办法配合。And but however, um, the wife cannot understand and cannot cooperate. 你看啊，这个勇士一定会衰弱啊，他没有办法成为勇士啊。Then of course, it will affect the warrior. The warrior will definitely become weak and fall. 啊，当然我们是不是故意延宕时间 ？Of course, we are not intentionally trying to delay the meeting till so late at night. 很多时候，这个会议一定要告一个段落完成，才才不会前功尽弃嘛。Because very often we need to um conclude the meeting um to the full so that um everything is being discussed. 大家立志来做勇士。So if everyone is determined to become warriors, 夫妻同心同行又同工最好。Because the best is a couple team, the husband and wife serving God together with one heart. 两个人的爱情会比你啊这个所罗门跟苏拉密女的爱。And that is to say, the love between the husband and wife team is the same as the King Solomon and his queen. And because two spirit have become united as one. Because there are so many things you can talk about, so many people you can care about. So you can see how close the two people's heart will become. Because you will laugh together and you will also cry together. And that is how life should be. So we are talking about Yaga, so therefore, when we keep talking about the song of songs, really we are talking about walking together with one heart of love and serving God with one heart. Let's continue with verse 9. And so verse 9, of the wood of Lebanon, Solomon the king made himself a palaquin. And Christ is being established by God. Um, and the church is being established by Christ. And the fact that true Jesus church becomes the church that saves. Because this church is being established by Christ. And this church is being born by from God. And so therefore, when you ask this question from other church denominations saying that why is your church the only church that saves? And then we can reply to them saying that, well, as long as your church also has the truth, also has the Holy Spirit, your church will also be the church that saves. So we think that this is definitely a very concrete answer. Then we keep thinking about perhaps we have missed out some little details. Then we realize. We shouldn't reply in this manner. Because if you had said this in the past, so please um, hear my explanation. So perhaps you will have the same um, thoughts as um, what I'm thinking. 
Why is it that this is the church that saves? Because God has established the church. And because it is born from God. And not to look at all the other churches, looking at them, thinking that they have also meet the criteria of our church. And because this is the church that is established by God, therefore it has all the conditions and the criteria that is laid down by God. And not the other way around. So this is whom I have given birth to. Therefore, this is my son. Because this son, I have given birth to this son. You don't have to look at all the other criteria. So in the same way, today the church is established by God himself. So therefore, naturally, it comes with all these um, elements. There's this person who looks like you. Um, the, the eyes are... are um, Beautiful. Oh, the eyes are the eyes of a dove. Oh, eh, is ban bai. Ban bai. The hair is also half gray. And when they smile, um, they look like you because the, the smile, um, the, the mouth is kind of slanted to one side. They really look like you. So therefore, this is your son. And of course, you cannot claim it this way. Then your wife will ask you, since when have you given birth to a son that I don't know Because you cannot say in this way that this is my son and I have given birth to Therefore, naturally, the son looks like me. And of course, you cannot claim the other way around, saying that all the other people who look like me, they are my son. Sorry, I did not give birth to them. So therefore, we must reply in this way that this church is established by God. So naturally, it has the life of God. It has the Holy Spirit of God. And it will speak the word of God. And that is the truth. Then naturally, miracles will Abound. Because, because we thank God we have many miracles in the church. And then we, we have the, the, the And so we have And so we have the truth. Huh? Oh, oh, we have a lot of ambiguities. But it's not the truth. So therefore, um, it's hard to make judgment. Oh, so when we look at the church, there's only one church that will be saved. There isn't a second one. So there is only one palaquin of King Solomon. And there is only one bride, one queen of King Solomon. And because a marriage is very, it has a sacred um, element, so therefore it is used to represent the, the church and Christ relationship. Because a sacred marriage is one man, one woman, one husband, one wife. So this is how we should describe. So that's why we say that we don't have a second church. Because Jesus Christ has mentioned 
those who are being saved, that I still have other sheep, that they don't belong to this fold, I do have sheep outside of this fold, that I must bring them back to the fold, that they will heed to my voice. So therefore, it doesn't mean that there's a second church out there, but rather these sheep shall return back, heeding to the voice, and they will come back to this one church, there's only one church that will save. That is how we should answer um, the question posed to us. Let's look at verse 10. It says that the pillars are constructed out of silver. So this um, reminds us of how Lord Jesus, how he was betrayed with 30 um, silver, 啊，那么在出埃及记的出埃及记的三十章，我们回去再看。出埃及记三十章里头啊，十四到十六节有一段话。Let's turn to um the book of Exodus chapter thirty.那这个银子是什么呢？So what kind of um silver is this?就是要赎他们的生命的。And this silver is ransom money.啊，所以这个赎罪银哈，这个银子就要做赎罪银。so therefore, these shekels of silver is to become the ransom money and to redeem us of our sins and to redeem the lives of the Israelites because all these people belong to God. And and so, therefore, over here it says that um, everyone should give half a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary. A shekel is 20 um, jerars. The half shekel is offering to the Lord. That is to say, the pillars are made of silver. And this represents how Lord Jesus Christ is being sacrificed on the cross and redeemed us by his blood. And these pillars, um, they are pillars of support that will hold up the church. And that is built on the foundation of Christ. And built on the truth of the cross. And I love talking about the cross. And every sermon that I speak, we will always point to the cross. Because that is how Paul is. Paul, he was a very, very eloquent man. But he, um, but he said, Even though he is highly educated, there's only one point that he knows and hold on to, that Christ died for me. This is how the church is being built upon the foundation of Christ. That is to say, we must all uphold the cross. That is to say, the church must be built upon the pillars and the foundation of the truth. And because the church is built, established upon the truth. And it will also become the pillar of truth. Let's continue reading on. And it says that the support is of gold. 
and because um, the, the, the foot of the um, couch has to touch the ground. And that's mentioned in First Peter saying that our faith, once it is refined by fire, it will become more precious than gold. That is to say, when your foot is being on the ground, it is like being tried in fire. And here it says that the seat is made of purple. And to the people of Israel, the purple color, it is a color of royalty. But in China, for the Chinese emperor, they will wear um, robes um, of golden color. So therefore, the yellow color or the gold color is the color of the Chinese emperor. And the color of purple, it is a, a, a symbol of royalty. And so this is the um, Solomon's couch. So, of course, it is the seat of the king. It has to be purple in color. And so, they have created this um, throne, this chair, this portable chair for the king to sit on. So, in the same way, it also applies to our church. And so, in the book of Colossians, it says that our, our God, He is the chief. How do we apply this truth? Just like all of us here um, congregating in the church, we have a seat that is purple in color, and that is the seat of our Lord Jesus. But some people, when um, they are conducting in the meeting, and some of the words that they utter is not out of a Christian mouth, and when they utter words of arrogance, they forgot that there is a seat of Lord Jesus among them. And so therefore, um, when you are engaged in a meeting, do not speak as if God is invisible and that you cannot see his seat because he is right there in the midst of the presence of everyone. And that is a very serious matter. And um, in the past, in our... In our... In, in Taiwan. And because um, back in the old days in Taiwan, um, some, a lot of people, they come and they speak um, like worldly people. In the church conference, when we are holding the meeting, um, in fact, um, some of these um, members, um, they were um, speaking um, with swearing words. And they were attacking. They were um, actually rebuking. And 
So think about this point. I mean, do you have such um, a huge hatred with all these uh, members of the church that you have to speak in this manner? Um, you don't have to conduct yourself in this way. And it seems as if there is um, no, um, and it seems as if Lord Jesus is not among them, and there is no God present among them. If you know that there is a seat and the throne of Jesus, you won't dare to speak like that. And so Lord Jesus also loved him, also punished him and chastised him. And then later on, he knew his um, sins, and then he confessed of his um, transgressions. His tongue, he, he, he has tongue cancer, cancer on the tongue. And Lord Jesus took him away. But then he was being chastised. So think about this. And that is to say, remember, you must have this throne in your heart for God and to magnify Him in your heart. That is the most important royal seat of all. And so, therefore, do not cast Lord Jesus outside of the meeting and put him outside um, of the boundary. And that is to say, we must conduct all matters with the fear and reverence of God and to magnify his name. Then that will be the correct um, manner. And let's talk about the last point. So, so therefore, when we look at this description, it is a magnificent um, palaquin that is being um, carried out on the roads. And there is silver, there is gold, and it glint and reflect light in the daytime. And the seat is of purple color. And it was very glorious. And then there's one point that is very important. And what is the most important element that is found in the interior that is paved with? It says that the interior is paved with the love by the daughters of Jerusalem. And the daughters of Jerusalem, they are the bridal party of the bride. And that this wedding is being celebrated by everyone. The whole bridal party is there to celebrate. The whole multitude, they find it very beautiful and they are all there celebrating the love. So that's why there's a great love that's being received. And that is to say, it is filled with gifts. And so for our church, what is the most important? It is filled with love. And everyone is here to give your love. And when you look at the silver and the gold, they are just external, just, uh, just on the outside. 
So therefore, if you were to ask the bride what is the most important, she will reply saying that it is the love that is showered upon me by the daughters of Jerusalem. So that is to say, our church must be filled with love. Especially when the end times um, is so close and so near. We cannot be found lacking with love. So when one day this whole world were to pass, 爱永不止息, but the love never ceases. 啊, 我们在最困难的情境, and during the most difficult times of tribulation, 将来怎么样逼迫临到我们的时候, and doesn't matter what kind of future persecution would come upon us, we must still live up to a life of love. 哪里有爱, Where there is love, 神就在那里, there will be God. Where there is God, 就是在地如天, and there will be um, love because we are just living in a paradise on earth. And that is to say, all the daughters of Jerusalem, they must give forth their love. 啊, 所以王婚娶的日子到了, and because the, the wedding day of the king has come, everyone is filled with great joy. And because the lamb and the bride, they are in the kingdom of God. Let's sing him um, 398. 